morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I'll watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Ooh, Welcome back, glad to have you with us my great friends at Upcountry Fiber for a stronger connection. When it comes to your cell, I mean your your, uh, your high speed uh, high speed high fiber, I should say, uh, internet. When it comes to your home phone, your office phone. When it comes to your television. Um, when it comes to your those TV options, over 200 channels there, HD TV. There's one company out there that I totally believe in. You're gonna love Upcountry Fiber. It's UpcountryFiber.com at Upcountry Fiber. It's no contracts. It's great, uh, absolutely fantastic um, uh, customer service. It's, it's unbelievable technology. In Anderson County, Pickens County, Oconee County, um, Spartanburg County, and Greenville County, it's my friends at Upcountry Fiber. For a stronger connection, it's upcountryfiber.com. Uh, Clemson's baseball program, a very successful opening weekend, and Coach Eric Backett joins us now. Good morning, Coach. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Mickey. How you doing? We are great. I got to tell you, man, I was like a kid in a candy store watching your team play and uh, really three different kinds of games. I'll let you start out. Overall uh, overall impressions from what you saw from the opening weekend? Yeah, it was, you know, it was great watching the guys play and, and run around out there and have a great time. It was great seeing Doug Kingsmore Stadium packed. You know, they had the drum out in uh, the Cajun Cafe and the cheap seats banging that. I think any time the atmosphere – and the environment can create that tenth man, man. That was something cool, and we needed it in that middle game on Saturday because that was a, a nip and tuck kind of game. Uh, but you know, Friday, it really all weekend strong starting pitching performances from Ryan Ammons and Austin Gordon and Jay Dill. I thought they did a, a fantastic job. I thought our pitchers overall on the weekend did a great job of minimizing walks and really allowing the defense to work. Uh, I was very impressed with our defensive play. I thought we we handled the baseball very well. The security of the ball was really good. Um, you know, I think we had two errors on the weekend, but they were really, they, you know, if you want to call it a good error, they were good errors. It was a, a line drive, one short hop to, to Ben Blackwell, and he did exactly what he should have done. He smothered it. Uh, most shortstops might, might sidestep that, no lay it. And then... Caden uh, uh, Grice and Cooper Engel tried to back pick, and they had the guy nailed, and the ball uh, actually hit the runner um, and allowed another guy on base to advance. So I thought just overall, defensively, uh, was just a, a great performance all the way around. Uh, and then offensively, you know, I, I, I love seeing the different ways that we could score uh, with just hit a, hit a few home runs, of course, but, you know, put pressure on on uh, the other team, we recognized that we could steal some bases uh, and just, you know, using the entire field. Maybe my favorite uh, stat uh, offensively was that we had 21 walks to only 12 strikeouts. So guys just doing a great job with two strikes, putting the ball in play. Uh, but just very competitive baseball. Um, they did a good job. You know, we had some base running miscues on, on Saturday had some outs on the bases, you know, uncharacteristic. We're going to get picked off, and we're going to get thrown out once in a while. But had a just 
couple of mental errors that, you know, easily fixable. Uh, but uh, overall, you know, overall, there was a lot of positive takeaways. Well, as fans, we love the blowouts. As a coach, did you mind? I know you don't want to have it a lot, but did you mind having a competitive game on Saturday? Is that something you could build on, or would you want to go ahead and just blow everybody out? Well, you know, it's just good. See, I like the way the guys responded because yeah, yeah. it's one thing to have a one-run game. It's another thing to come from behind and, and take the lead in the eighth inning, and that's 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 what I really and I think our coaching staff and our team you know, it's it's one thing to you know say you can come from behind and win a game at the end. It's another thing to do it, and then once you start doing it a few times, then you just it becomes part of your identity, and you just know you you know you're never out of the fight. And I think our guys saw that, got a glimpse of that in the fall when we scored five runs in the the bottom of the last frame against UNC Wilmington, uh, and then obviously on that Saturday game, scoring three in the eighth to take the lead. Um, you know, those are those are more valuable than just the runs that they score. I have a theory. Feel free to shoot this down, Coach. But through the years, in, in, in intercollegiate athletics at least, it seems to me that I like these teams that have a blend of experience and youth. If you, if you have too much experience and you're worried about rebuilding the next year, if too much youth, you worry about experience in big games. I, I look up and down this lineup, and, and you've got some, some, some veterans. You talked about this before with the, with the Chad Ferries of the world and the Blake Wrights of the world. And then you get a Cam Canarell, and you get a, you get a, 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 a Crichton, you get a Nathan Hall, you get some of these young guys in there as well. Am I right on that, that what's a tremendous advantage to have experience and also have that injection of youth and enthusiasm in the um, in the lower you know, classes as well? Yeah, you're right. It, it is. It's, it's very positive when you have class balance in your in your roster and you can, uh, you know, you always have guys gaining experience and guys returning with experience. Um, in this this day and age of of the post COVID world, you know, college athletics is just a very older version of itself. You know, I was talking to some of our freshmen, you know, yesterday that didn't get to play, and you know, it's just tough right now when you know college athletics used to be eighteen to twenty two, and now it's eighteen to twenty four, and you just have a lot of fifth year guys and a lot of older players that. So it's tough. It's tough for younger guys to get in there. Um, so to see, you know, a few of ours, Gerald and Tristan Smith and, and Cam Canarella and, you know, Nathan Hall, Jack Crichton, you know, it's, that's a testament to, you know, just, you know, they're, they're really their outstanding ability. Uh, we know what Gerald did at the plate going two for five in his very first action in college. We know that they didn't, you know, didn't steal any bases or anything like that. How do you think he did behind the plate, uh, handling the pitcher? How, how do you think that worked out for him? I think Jacob Gerald is an excellent receiver and he is, uh, you know, widely regarded on our team as one of, if not the hardest worker. And he's just a kid who has improved nonstop since day one. So it was great to see him, um, you know, be able to, uh, really receive the ball as well as he did. He blocks everything. His, his, his entire skill set defensively as a catcher has just, Kept keeps getting better and better as each day passes, and uh, and he's he's a good hitter. He's he's he has the ability to hit the long ball, but just hit the ball hard. He can really do that. He's a strong, physical kid, and he can he can impact the baseball very well. So it's fun to see him out there. He's going to be uh, catching tonight. I want to ask you about that 4 o'clock game today and then a big weekend series coming up. But I, I have to ask you, it was the first time you've been talking about him uh, throughout all the fall and throughout all the spring. But Cam Cantarella, boy, the, the fans really love seeing his energy, seeing his 
um, and, and really seemed like he's, he's so wise beyond his years and way he handled the bat and the big double on Saturday. What is it about Canarella? What is it that you like about him and what the fans saw over the weekend? He is uh, he is kind of a unicorn freshman in the sense that he's just got a very slow heartbeat. I mean, he he has the poise mentally out there like he's a third or fourth year player. He's a true throwback to the game because he's not out there doing his Twitter swing. He's out there hitting line drives from one foul line to the other foul line. He gets on the bases and he can make things happen. He's very fast. Uh, he had a recent position switch out to center field when we had a couple of injuries out there, and he runs balls down in center field that he's got a you know just a natural ability. There's not many people that can get a read off of the bat, put their head down, run to a spot, turn around and catch the ball, and he can do that. It's just a he's a super athlete, uh, and and his. You know, he just happens to be a baseball player, but he's a super athlete playing baseball, and it and it shows because he can do a lot of things on the field. I know you're excited about Tristan Smith. I know you, as a true freshman, you didn't want to throw him in certain situations. Boy, he came in. What did you think about the, uh, the the first performance you saw out of Tristan? Well, we had scripted it out wanting to have him start a clean inning, uh, you know, and it just didn't work out that way. And I'm glad it didn't work out that way. And, it, you know, it never goes to plan. You draw out the plan and then, you, you know, you get punched in the face and you got to adjust. And Tristan coming in in, a, in with the game on the line and to be able to get, you know, the big strikeouts at the end and then to see his reaction and get fired up and the crowd going crazy. And, you know, that was just a, a big moment. Those are the, those are the moments you want um, elite, talented players like that to be in, get as many reps in those spots with the game on the line, because obviously if we're going to be a championship team, he's going to be pitching in big spots. Uh, Injury-wise, we know going into what you talked about last week when we visited uh, Cooper Engel and and Will Taylor, but both those guys, uh, Engel had a couple starts. Taylor played in all three games and started on Sunday. Is that a pretty obvious sign those guys are getting better? Are we still holding those guys back a little bit? Still con- some uh, concern with either of those guys? No, they're progressing, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, they they mostly have good days, but then there's precautionary days where you just hold them back a little. Uh, So Cooper will DH today, and, um, you know, pretty sure Will is going to feel well and and run him out there as well. But, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, we have, you know, any team has guys that are nicked and bruised and banged up, but give guys a day off when they need it. Uh, but those guys are definitely progressing and progressing well. And at two positions where you got some depth, which is not a bad thing to have there. Charlotte today at 4 o'clock. I know we'll have a nice crowd for sure. Charlotte took three out of four from Ball State. What do we know about the uh, the club that Charlotte will bring down this afternoon? Well, they're, they're very well coached, and they've got a, they've got a good veteran team. Uh, they drew 50 walks over the weekend against Ball State, which leads the nation, and it's kind of unheard of to play four games in, in an offense that draws 50 walks. So, you know, have a feeling that their their plate decisions and their discipline in the strike zone is going to be really good. Uh, fortunately for us, we have a, a pitching coach and a pitching staff that pounds the strike zone. So, um, you know, should make for a good game, but it's going to be a, a much bigger challenge than maybe the previous three games. This is a... This is a regional team coming in and 
uh, they've got a lot of good players, so it'll be a good challenge. One thing I thought about this weekend, and and just as and my, I think I thought about it Sunday with the blowout. I had some time to think about it. Uh, this is your staff's first time together, uh, and you never really know. But I know you know through fall, and you, you get to know each other a little bit. But I mean, does, does staffs also grow and roles kind of change and bouncing ideas and how how games work? Is uh, the staffs also evolve in their, in freshly early in in their in their tenures together? They can, yeah. You know, we uh, we meet every Monday for about four hours and uh, just kind of script out the week. And the thing I love best about our staff is, is just how much the staff, the staff wives, everyone, just the, the chemistry and the the uh, the enjoyment factor of each other. You know, there's a, a lot of great friendships on the staff. We truly enjoy being around each other. So having all those guys in the dugout and sharing ideas, everybody feels like they, you know, add value and, and can uh, throw ideas out in our meetings, and we we break them down. So it's it's very much a a total cohesive unit where everybody's uh, you know weighing in, and and um, you know we have a lot of very talented staff members, and um, you know some guys who have who have coached at high levels, and 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 a guy like Coach Leggett who you know brings obviously his years of wisdom, but overall the the staff is extremely talented and. A lot of fun to be around, that's for sure. Uh, I know with the midweek game, you don't want to look too far ahead, but the fans also want to know about Central Florida 3-0. and They beat Siena. Um, I imagine you had a, a pretty big weekend and a, a great series coming. They, they only allowed seven runs. Pitching staff looked pretty good this past weekend. Should be a good one in Doug Kingsmore Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good week of baseball. You know, UCF is also a regional team, and uh, they've got some some explosive players as well. So we've, we've only started the – video breakdown of them we've mostly had our energy focused on charlotte but um we'll we'll turn our attention full swing to ucf tonight after the charlotte game Uh, final question for you coach backage is you've got casey talent going today um he pitched on sunday um thoughts on on maybe pitch count wise and maybe how long you'll see him and, and why you went with casey today yeah, Casey's earned it. He's earned, uh, you know, the opportunity to be in that starting mix, and he's got a he's got fastball with that good two seam run. He's he's got a slider and changeup. He throws a lot of strikes. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, when he's when he's out there, he has the ability to, you know, allow that defense to work, especially our infield defense, which we feel very good about. Uh, but he is uh, he's a strike thrower. He's not going to be out there too long maybe once through the order we'll get a lot of guys opportunities to pitch today but uh, Casey has definitely earned the opportunity to be in that starting conversation tell you what uh, before I let you go I want to tell you this uh, on our text line on our phone lines of friends of mine uh, on my personal text lines like man we're throwing strikes we're, we're not swinging at bad pitches we hit the ball the opposite field we're throwing the right bases we're aggressive on the base pass it's fun to watch Clemson baseball four o'clock today against Charlotte uh this this weekend three games set Friday Saturday Sunday against Central Florida a lot of folks uh, including myself look forward to coming out and seeing you guys coach thank you for your time hey let's review this week and then we've got USC Upstate and then a little South Carolina Clemson baseball next week let's talk about it then if we can good luck today coach hey thanks Becky appreciate you having me all right buddy Eric Backage a little reviewing and previewing Clemson baseball this time next week, we'll be talking about Gamecocks and Tigers with the three-game set. Let's take a break. We'll come back a moment with Milt. Dr. Milt Louder joins us. We're going to talk a little um, sports psychology, a little performance psychology with the best of the business from Amplist.com right after this. 
You're going to feel a puff of air. Chong's optometry oh. has set their sights on staffing up. Try the next line. Hey, Kim, can you tell our 2 o'clock we're running 15 behind? Sorry, we're a bit backed up today. He needs an optometric technician to keep an eye on it all. Where are the dilation drops? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. Golf Cart Service has been serving the upstate for the past 50 years. An authorized club car dealer, they service over 30 golf courses in the upstate. With their service truck, they come to your business to care for your single cart or your fleet. You can learn more about our services on our website, golfcartsc.com. We're located at the intersection of Highway 221 and Highway 295 in Spartanburg. Call us at 864-574-4616 today. Mention the roar, save $50 on a service call. A Clemson original, the Tiger Sports Shop has been the number one destination for Tiger gear, apparel, and gifts since 1974. The Tiger Sports Shop helps you wear your Clemson pride on your sleeves. We are your excuse for a visit to Clemson. The Tiger Sports Shop, born out of necessity, fueled by passion. We are the place for all Clemson gear and merchandise and still family run. Open 24-7 at TigerSports.com and with locations at 364 College Ave and 1102 Tiger Boulevard. You can get the gear you need. Winning multiple Ford President's Awards and top-notch online reviews are two reasons why George Coleman Ford should be your choice for your next new or pre-owned vehicle. Every week, customers like you post online reviews raving about the buying experience at George Coleman Ford. It's like nothing they've experienced. No hidden fees and straight-up honest customer service. And with new inventory arriving monthly, George Coleman Ford is committed to satisfying you. The best is found in Traveler's Rest, George Coleman Ford. Sark's Greenville Auto Repair is your shop that can repair your vehicle. Our staff has over 30 years of experience and are ASC certified, serving Greenville County since 2015. We specialize in brakes, suspension, wheel alignments, tires, engine diagnostic, and oil changes on all foreign and domestic vehicles. If you need basic maintenance or emergency repair, we can get you back on the road quickly. Located at 1900 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Greenville, or call 864-609-0202 for an appointment today. You can visit us online at sarksgreenvilleautorepair.com. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com.
If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-982-1818. That's 1-800-982-1818. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-982-1818. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Powered by Upcountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Here at The Roar, every day is game day. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. My friends at the Phoenix Center want to talk to parents about with uh, teenagers or pre-teenagers. Uh, what do you say about alcohol? What do you say about tobacco? What do you say about drugs? What do you say about vapes? Um, well, the professionals already know. The research has told them this. They know how to handle it. They've got so much experience. You've got experience with one, two, three, four teenagers maybe. Maybe five. I don't know. But the first few especially, like you're less experienced the first time around. If you are a a, a parent of a, pre, a teen or a preteen, uh, talking to them, arming yourself with statistics, arming yourself with talking points about what to say, and almost as important, what not to say. Find out how to do that at Phoenix Center. Phoenix Center does a, a wonderful job of this uh, with uh, some great resources available to you. It's Phoenix Center. Dot org. Check them out online, phoenixcenter.org. Come on, stay a while if you don't believe me. Why would I ever leave? Because I know I got some good friends that live down the street. Got a good-looking woman with her arms round me. Here in a small town where it feels like home. I got everything I need and nothing that I don't Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. It is time now for Amplist.com. Milt Louder, a moment with Milt, our sports and performance psychologist. Good morning, Dr. Louder. How are you doing this morning? No, having a good morning, Mickey. I love when you play that song. It just is a good reminder for me. Hopefully, I think hopefully my brain is trained on a, just a great reminder. Everything I need and nothing that I don't. So it's always a good morning uh, when I talk to you and hear that song. So appreciate it. Well, I need reminders all the time. I know what I know. It's just I need reminders of every once in a while. And you do that with me often, and that song does it with me often as well. Hey, I, I want to talk about uh, what I what I learned from sports this past weekend and a little bit of Clemson baseball stuff. But one thing I meant to ask you last week, we talked about your most recent um, uh, episode of The Growth Project. One I didn't have time for was you and Dr. Brandon got together uh, back in January. I hope to refresh your memory a little bit. But 10 Factors to drive success that require no talent. Now, I especially paid attention to this because I have no talent. So with that <laughs> said, uh, is there one or two that maybe we can hit on this morning of, of even what, or, or to pre preview that, to drive people to that, that great 30-minute podcast you had back in January? 
Yeah, I don't know how great it was, but I think it's just paying attention to those little things that that we can control. And so talent obviously opens the door in whatever field you're in or uh, whatever passion you're pursuing. But but I don't remember the top ten list off my mind. But but what I have always tried to hang my hat on for me is just you know a willingness to do to to do a little bit more. You know, to show up early, to stay late, uh, to find a way to do whatever it takes. Uh, I think that's one thing that is important. I think the other thing that I would say that requires no talent is learn, read, uh, be curious about others and their success. Um, and so there's a couple that stick out of my mind. I think one, having a positive uh, mindset, having a daily positive attitude, um, finding a way to be grateful for who you are and what you have. And so I think those are, it's so easy to live in the world we live in in constant comparison to get in this fixed mindset and think about what we don't have or how like, man, I wish I could be like that person or man, if I only was this, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I, I was a victim of that when I was younger. I was like, man, if I was six feet, I would play college basketball. Well, I'm a long way from six feet. And so, um, that sometimes set a limit on what I could accomplish. And so that podcast was just a reminder, go back to my homegrown. Uh, I've taken ownership of the song now, not Zach Brown. Uh, <laughs> everything I need, everything I need and nothing that I don't. That's what we try to do at Amplos is help you engineer that environment so you can maximize everything you have um, in, in this pursuit of the life that you want to create. That leads me to real, I really want to talk about. Um, after watching Clemson baseball this past weekend, uh, and talking to friends, text with friends, and then my phone calls and then my text messages yesterday off of three games a week, and it's early in the season. But the comments that I got from a very um, knowledgeable baseball crowd was they did the little things, uh, the way they, how aggressive they were in the base, path, base paths, um, hitting to the opposite field, choking up with two strikes, putting the ball in play, throwing to the right base. And I know you've talked about it before uh, that, that, a coach might not think those are little things. As fans, we think they're kind of little things. But how you do the little things uh, oftentimes lead to those big things. I want to give you a chance to, to expand on that, not just with sports, but in life itself, of how those little things are so important to us. Yeah, I think, one, I think it's biblical. Little things lead to big, big things. right? If I can trust you with a little, I can trust you with a lot. And so one of the proverbs we use a lot is uh, the way, you, and this, this one is not biblical, uh, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And so if we believe success comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it, well, what are we too busy doing? And so what I hear you're saying about our baseball team is um, being aggressive on the base pass is a vision of what Coach Package wants and what he really believes about the game. And so it's nice to see that uh, the team buying into his vision and then coaching the details, coaching the little things, doing the common things in uncommon ways. Uh, and I think that's, those are things that are all within your control, making good decisions, understanding the game, uh, playing the game, um, the way you believe it's supposed to be played. And, and when you start controlling the factors you can't control, you set yourself up for success and you give yourself your best chance to win in life and in sports. All right, I got. I love that, and um, I got to switch gears because I'm watching Netflix Full Swing. <laughs> I, I'm trying to fit three, three or four things into into one. All right, but I thought about you last night. I'm watching this. Uh, Netflix has a documentary on the PGA Tour, 
and um, they followed the whole PGA Tour season. And they spent a lot of time in the first couple of episodes with Brooks Kepka, and Kepka's struggling. And he makes these comments like, he, he says, man, when I was on top in 17 through 2019, I knew I was going to beat everybody, and I wasn't even thinking at all. And now I think about everything. And, and, and it sounded like he'd been in a, a, a moment with Milt because he said, man, I know that, that Scotty Scheffler right now is thinking about nothing, and, and Scotty was dominating at the time. And the other thing he said what really surprised me is he said, I can't beat these guys on a regular basis now, or I won't be able to do that anymore. And I'm thinking, man, how? And now he's a different study. But the one thing that kept I pounded in my head over and over and over again is this guy has no self-belief right now. Now, Yeah, talk, isn't it amazing? Talk to me, though. That, how fragile. This is a guy that won major, how, multiple major championships. He's an unbelievable player, and he has no self-belief. How does that happen? It's 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 amazing how fascinating and how fragile our egos can be. But think about like what's the main common denominator he's talking about? It's in comparison to others, yeah. and it's comparison of who he used to be and how he used to play. Yeah. And so that whole concept and mindset that we talked about is remember who you are. Like he's forgot who he is. And and now it's really difficult. Jeff Ogilvie wrote one of the best articles I remember about how easy the game is when you're playing well and feeling really confident and you there are no thoughts and you're getting on your private jet and life is good. And then how far away you can be when you're really struggling. And so, you know, I hate to keep repeating some things, but hopefully they're starting to take root with some of your listeners. Your brain will seek to develop the most dominant picture you paint with which you attach the most emotion. But when he's on top, the, the most dominant emotion was one of confidence, one of joy, um, one of freedom. And his, like, he, he walked into every tournament, into every shot, believing he was going to hit a good shot. Well, now in comparison to who he used to be, like not believing the best is yet to come, the memories being greater than his dreams, comparison to these younger players, his constant view is, I don't have what it takes. I'm not good enough. I can't beat them on a regular – and guess what picture he's developing on a consistent basis? So that's what we mean about you better paint a picture. You can't lie to yourself. Like, I can't say I can beat these guys on a regular basis. There's no evidence. But that constant comparison takes away our joy, increases our anxiety, and decreases our confidence. That's why it's so important for you to define your own success. That's why for you to understand the variables that are present when you're at your best and how do you engineer that environment – to focus on the things you can control, to do the common things in uncommon ways, because so success will find you because you're too busy to be looking for it. I thought about you when I watched this last night. Go ahead. Okay, now you continue, please. No, no, no. I I, I preached enough. You, you go no. ahead. So I'm, I'm thinking about you last night when I'm hearing when I'm watching this, and I know you need to watch this. Now this is I think this is episode three, and it's, and it's about 45 minutes, and it's just fascinating to me in your field to do this. So they're filming him in his private jet. And they're filming him in this unbelievable mansion. And he's about to get married to this supermodel. <laughs> and, his, and, and he's got all the, I mean, he's got, he's got his coaches there. And like, he's got everything in the world that all these people are, are on Instagram trying to pretend like they have anyway. And yet, he had zero joy. His language was terrible, yeah. by the way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't laugh my grandmother uh, watch it. But, but he had zero joy. The look in his face. Like, he, he was miserable. And yet he had all this other stuff going on that, that, that would make so many people so happy, but but he, he just couldn't find any joy well, at all. Well, see, that's what I think that's an illusion of happiness. Yes. It's why like, success is achieving a goal. 
And so, or, or having money or having things. And, 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 and there's no doubt. That's why Saban says his greatest competitor is, is not Clemson, it's complacency. And so that edge, that drive, that cockiness, that swagger that Kefka used to have, you know, it's, it's, it's life is a little bit easier now. And, and that happens to all of us in life. We have this vision, we have this dream, and we kind of, the dull and the bald and the dreary, the commonplace takes away our joy, but we lose sight of what's most important. As John Wooden said, we get so busy making a living, we forget about making a life, and we forget about what's really important. And so... If we're chasing the things of this world, we're never be we're never going to be content, and we're never going to find that joy. He was joyless is a word I don't use very often, but the man was joyless on the show last night. All right, I only have a couple minutes, but I'm fascinated by another aspect. I hadn't seen this hadn't seen this episode yet, but the next <laughs> episode is about Joel uh, Damon. He's a guy that's seventieth in the world, and, and and part and and this is cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end with the um the quote that he had. But somebody else said, "Hey, Joel's not capable of being number one. A's not talented enough. But I'm not sure he has a drive to be number one. But he can't be in the top thirty in the world. But but here's a here's a quote from Damon. He goes, "Look, uh, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now. I'm I'm doing great out here now. He goes, I'm seventieth in the world. He goes, but you know what? Somebody's got to be seventieth in the world. And and it was this idea that." He's not number one. He's not a major champion. He's not gonna not not gonna dominate the tour, but you know what, man? Seventy the world is a pretty good thing in professional golf, and and he got a pretty good deal doing it. And it just seemed like total opposite of what Kepka was going through. That is, I mean, Abraham Lincoln said, "Whatever you are, be a good one." Yeah. And and if I'm like I'm gonna be the go be the best that I can be. If the best I can be is seventieth world, great. If the best I can be is a five handicap, great. Like we got to focus and reshift the mindset of, hey, well, let's just go be the best that we can be. And I think what you're learning in life and what we know in life, it's hard to be great at everything. And so we all have to make tough decisions. What do I want to be known for? What do I want to be great at? Do I want to be great as a psychologist? Do I want to be a great dad? Do I want to be a great friend? Do I want to be a great husband? Like, do I want to be gr- like, like what do I want to be great at? And then I know what I'm willing to give up. And, and so not many people face those tough decisions. So I love Joel Damon's attitude is somebody's got to be 70. This is kind of like, I'm, if that's the best I can be, what I hear right there is a man, he's not living with regret. He's not comparing himself to others. And obviously he's in a competitive world, but he's grounded in understanding and content with who he is, not satisfied. And I think, Mickey, we're called to be content. We aren't called to be satisfied. Well, so I did this last night. I, I went on and did some research on Joel Damon after Scott. I knew who yeah, he was. Yeah, night last night. Well, yeah, but but all in preparation for this, <laughs> right? So, and after my kid went to bed, and I got a great kid story for you later on, I'll tell you off the air. But so, one thing I did learn was that about about Damon that I didn't know is that he had testicular cancer earlier. And so, I'm thinking to myself, maybe it took that. To say, you know what, man? After that, seventy, the world's not a, not a bad deal. It's all about perspective. But he had, it seemed like to me he just has this wonderful perspective on everything, uh, and, and a lesson. I think. Yeah, that'll get your attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I and I think we don't want to lose sight of that. And it's not that you know what I what I try to tell my children all the time is, hey, it's okay to be in this world, but not of this world. Yeah. So what are the things that are going to define you? And and let's pursue the good things in this world. Let's let's be skilled in our work, um, but let's make sure we don't try to let the things of this world bring us joy, or or let our happiness depend on other people or what we accomplish because um, that's going to set us up for success. I don't know how old Brooks Kepka is now. How old is Kepka? 
Um, I've got that right here in front of me. Do you know? Uh, I do. I'm going to figure it out before the end of the conversation here. Brooks Kepka is... I mean, 31, I don't know. Uh, he's, I think he's a little bit older now, but not much. Brooks Kepka is 32. Very good. Good guess, man. 32. 32. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 take think about where he is. Yeah. Like he's thinking at twenty eight, this is the best I was in my life, and and it's it's why I get so mad when we tell our college kids, hey, college is the best time of your life. Well, you got a whole life, hopefully, left to live. And so, I I think we just kind of put so much pressure on on other people to achieve and achieve greatness. And for Kefka at twenty eight to think, hey, this is the highlight of my life. Yeah, he was the number one player in the world, but how much more does he have to live for? You and I have a, have a mutual friend. He was in the military. Uh, he got out. Uh, and he's a military hero. He got out. Uh, I'm I'm sitting behind Death Valley in a car with him, and he goes, I'm going back in the military after being out for five years. And I'm like, why? He goes, I'm 33 years old. I've already done the best thing I'll ever do. I'm like, well, yeah. you know, at that time, I wasn't equipped to go, no. No, you you got hit, kids, and you got a wife. You got but, you know. but that may be the best thing he has accomplished. And I mean, that's not many people have accomplished what he's accomplished. Same right. thing with Kepka. He may never be the world number one again. But 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 you know, it's what Mike Brown told yes. Texas when they won the national championship. It's what I tried to repeat to our team when we won our first national. It's like, don't let this be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah, that's the goal. Like, let it be a great moment, but don't let it be that. Like believing the best is yet to come. Having faith that that hey we're sure of what we hope for, sure of what we do not see, our dreams greater than our memories. That's the mindset. We appreciate what we've been able to accomplish. We appreciate the good things in this world, but we're always striving to become a better version of ourselves. And hopefully, Mickey, bring others along the way with us. I need it, buddy. I need it. Tell me about Amplos. Tell me about the growth project. <laughs> tell me about Millpine. Um, I could do this all day, every day. Uh, tell us about what you guys are doing over there. You know, I, I, uh, I, you know, my business partners and uh, Drew's probably, you know, I, I'm so dialed in on Millpine. I think we're going to make it really special. And so I'm having so much fun just kind of getting back to my roots of the land and uh, the experience. And uh, we've got some people helping us to really just, just kind of take it to another level. And so it's slow. It, things always happen slower than I think they're going to happen. Uh, but we're just excited. We've got some really neat uh uh, companies and opportunities um, reaching out to us right now, the chance to be relevant. And, you know, we're excited about the growth project. We've hit right around nine or 10,000 listeners a month. And so we're grateful for that uh, chance and a chance to make a difference. So we appreciate this opportunity as well, Mickey. A-M-P-L-O-S.com. I love it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like how you piped in the fake birds this morning, like the Augusta National does as well. Uh, yeah, you just, like that? Yeah, to add the ambiance. I've been working on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc, have a great week, and, and let's talk soon. Okay, thanks, Mickey. All right, buddy. Dr. Milt Louder, a moment with Milt. Short break, much more after this. One day, your Honda, Acura, Lexus, or Toyota is going to need an oil change. And there's that question, where do I take it? Before you make that decision, ask yourself what you're getting. Do they test drive your vehicle? Do they rotate your tires? Do they glance at the brakes? Or remove the tires and provide an exact measurement of your brake pads? What about suspension? Fluids? At First Class Halt, an oil change means so much more than routine maintenance. Come experience the difference. Firstclassshalt.com, your dealership alternative in Anderson and Greenville. Moving out of state or across town, College Hunks Moving has all your moving and packing service needs covered. Decluttering your home, hauling away a pile of yard debris, or getting rid of that old hot tub. Call College Hunks Hauling Junk. We're a family-owned local business that services Greenville, Anderson, 
Pickens, and Oconee Counties, call College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving of Greenville at 864-772-9242 or visit us online at collegehunkshaulingjunk.com. Pinnacle Veterinary Group, the first and only practice achieving AAHA accreditation in Pickens County, takes a proactive and progressive approach to medicine for keeping your pet healthier, longer. Being a family-oriented private practice, they treat their staff, clients, and patients as they want to be treated. Their facility is equipped to care for sick, injured, and healthy pets with in-house diagnostic, lab testing, radiology, surgery, and digital ultrasound. They take pride in caring for your family. Call 624-8824 or go online to pinnacleveterinarygroup.com. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Quite often, animals show us how to be our best selves. They make us laugh when we've had a hard day, smile when it's raining, and cuddle when we just need a companion. Sometimes pet owners need a little help with their care, and that's why Clemson Paw Partners was created, offering low-cost spay, neuter, and vaccinations for dogs and cats in the upstate. All staff except vets and techs are 100% unpaid volunteers with big hearts for helping animals in our community. Donate and learn more today at ClemsonPawPartners.org. Guys, listen up. Have you been struggling with ED? If so, we have some great news. There is finally a treatment for ED that requires no pills, no injections, and no surgery. This is the latest medical breakthrough for the treatment of erectile dysfunction. Greenville Men's Clinic is proud to offer the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, which has been proven to increase blood flow, reverse ED, and increase size. Stop wasting your time with pills that produce side effects and have little to no results. Medical institutions at Cambridge University and Cleveland Clinic have shown this technology to be safe with no side effects. So if you're looking for a proven solution, call Greenville Mint Clinic today. They have performed over 12,000 treatments with outstanding results and can help you too. Call Greenville Mint Clinic, 864-301-1111. That's 301-1111 or greenvillemintclinic.com. That's GreenvilleMensClinic.com. This summer will be hotter than ever. Country music artist Darius Rucker will be heating things up July 28th at the Southern Fried Circuit Charity Concert presented by Upcountry Fiber at the Anderson Civic Center. Only at this upscale get-down can you hear Darius sing your favorite songs and give back to local upstate charities at the same time. Visit southernfriedcircuit.com to buy your tickets today. That's southernfriedcircuit.com. Tickets are limited, so act fast. We'll see you at Southern Fried Circuit with Darius Rucker on July 28th. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-982-1818. That's 1-800-982-1818. Or go to selectquote.com. 
That's 1-800-982-1818. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Live, local, trusted. With the largest coverage in the upstate, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun and change in the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top. That I'm dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone Prime Lending, PrimeLendingSC.com. Let Mark Hawkins, Amanda McCall, the great folks at Prime Lending, continue to set records, continue to uh, win awards, continue to to do great things here in the upstate of South Carolina. Hey, uh, buying your next home, and uh, Will, you know this, people are always, you know, you think that people only move a certain time of year. You're only going to move in the summertime. No, like I've got a neighbor moving right now. Um, their house is, uh, their, house, their house is ready. Um, I had two other neighbors move. <clears throat> they were moving to a, um, you know, to a um, um, neighborhood where, you know, for uh, for retirees, I should say, maybe. And so, so you know, there's all kinds of reasons people are moving all the time. As houses are coming open, your dream house might come open. Or, uh, I've got some friends of mine that are, uh, their families are growing. i got some friends of mine, their families are shrinking. They're sending some kids off to college. Their kids actually got jobs moved out. I know this a bit. So when you come home from college and you still live with mom and dad, maybe they're moving out. So people downsizing, upsizing. There's all kinds of reasons. Buying your next home. Think about it at Prime Lending, primelendingsc.com. Mark and Amanda and the great team there can help you out. Their experience is big. It's primelendingsc.com. Uh, after Milt Louder, Texas said, man, this is great. Helping me with my mindset in the barbecue competition world, to which I said we need samples to verify. So trying to work on some samples. Ben, he sent some pictures, though. He or she. Oh, I love that. Looks so stinking good. Texture said, makes you realize how good Jack and Tiger were. Yet, to me, I mean, Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods were physically very, very talented. Much like Jerry Rice, much like Deion Sanders, much like Walter Payton, much like, um, who else I put in that, in that category? Much like Muhammad Ali, much like Michael Jordan. But the thing that separates those guys was their minds and that, that ability to go out and work and work and work to be the best and stay on top. Because I'm watching this. Now, again, Kepka when is a great example. Let's just, I'm going to go ahead and just, just call it like it is. It's going to offend some folks. I'm sorry. Kepka is dumb as a box of rocks. Kepka is a, a, just a, a mental midget. He's, a, he's, a, he's, just a guy, he's got two brain cells. Uh, just bouncing around his cream, and every once in a while they're running each other, and he'll have a thought. But that's good when things are going really, really good. In that he just he turned his mind off and just hit shots, and he was the best in the world at the time, won four major championships. 
And it should be good when things are going bad because you're not overthinking it. What's, what's really hard there, though, is, is when a dumb person tries to think. There's a beauty in being dumb in that you don't confuse it. You don't, you don't overanalyze it. You don't try to do too much. Seriously, I'm, I'm being serious when I say this. There's a beauty in not overthinking things. There's a beauty in simplifying things. There's a beauty in not trying to do too much. There's a beauty in not overanalyzing it. The hard part is when you are dumb and you don't realize that you're dumb and you're trying to overanalyze it then. Because any analysis then is overanalysis. And there's a reason why Dustin Johnson's been so good for so long. He's just, he never overthought things because he wasn't, over, he wasn't capable of overthinking things. Nor is Brooks Kepka. These are clones of each other. These cyborg muscle guys that, that's tremendous athletes, but they're not going to outthink anybody. Well, they didn't have to. I told you this before, like the most successful people on earth have 12,000 thoughts a day. The average person has 18,000 thoughts. Why? The successful people eliminate all the negative and non, non-productive thoughts. Well, Kepka and, and, and Dustin Johnson have about, about 200 thoughts a day. That's it. Food, water, workout, beer, golf, hit shot. That's it. C, C pin, hit shot. That's it. And now for me, barbecue. Yeah, barbecue now. But so it's just interesting to watch Kepka struggle on that, on that documentary, Netflix documentary, Full Swing. I didn't like the first episode. I thought it was a little bit fluff. But, but as you get into it now and seeing these guys do it and you kind of get into, into what they're going through, it's interesting. The other part was Ian Poulter. Poulter's decision to go to the Live Tour. Poulter's 40, uh, no, no, now he's 50-something years, 40-something years old. Anyway, he was, he's older, and he's trying to decide what to do. He's a good family man. He's got four kids. He has a daughter going to Clemson. And Poulter's like this bad guy because he's on the European Ryder Cup team. He goes undefeated as an individual, and we think he's a bad guy. Got a friend of mine's a texture said, man, I ended up liking Poulter through all this. It goes to show you sometimes you don't really know the real person through it all. But he's an ultra-competitive guy, but, but he decided to go live tour. Why? Well, he's trying to do what's best for his family. I always said this about the live tour. Yeah, it's blood money. I get it. And, and I don't want to take that, and, and I want to stand on principle. I like to be in a man of principle. At least in theory, I like being a man of principle. But the Saudis right now offer me $50 million to a radio show. Drake Plyler's got a lot better life. My wife's got a lot better life, and it's something you got to consider. And so I don't blame those guys for doing that. I don't like the live tour. I wish we didn't have a live tour. I wish with the PJ tours, all the guys were playing against each other all day, every day, and doing great. With that said, you blame a man that does something for his family? 50 million bucks? Think about how much strength it would take to turn that money down. Yeah. And it's easy to turn down. You know, if you got $20 million in the bank, it's easy to turn down $50 million. I couldn't turn it down. I don't have, 50, I don't have $20 million in the bank. Right? It's a, little, <laughs> it's a little easier, but if you have $500 million in the bank like Tiger. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very easy I, to turn down. So you know, I like to think they have principle. The more money I have, maybe the less principle I have. Maybe the more money I have, maybe the more principle I have, depending on, on what set of goggles you're looking through. But um, in the end, I, I, don't, I don't blame those guys. Those guys did what's best for them. Um, Texas said, honestly, what, is, what business is not blood money? 
It's a very, very good point. You know, there, there's several aspects of the PGA Tour that if we got down and we learned more about the sausage and how it's made, you wouldn't like it. There's a lot of that going on the PGA Tour. You go, you know what, man? I, I don't like that. And But it's not Live Tour now. Again, the Live Tour is the dirtiest of dirt. I get it. But I, I and, and I don't like Greg Norman, and I don't like the, the atrocities committed by the, by the Saudis. But I'm not going to blame Ian Poulter, Phil Mickelson, Bruce Kepka, Cameron Smith. What they did, they made the wrong decision in my opinion. But they made the wrong decision in my opinion based on what, what I wanted to see. For them and their families, who, who am I to say that's the wrong decision for them? And, and another thing uh, that you can ask yourself, what would you do for your family? What would you do for your kids? I know what I do. I'm going to do what's best for them. In this case, I can make a very strong case that that is what's best for them. Uh, Kevin is in Greenville. Kevin, I got about a minute and a half, man. Go right ahead. Hey, Mickey, I was listening to you talk about the live tour. Um, there's a couple things that people don't realize. You know, they say, hey, it's bad money and it's Saudi Arabian investments. and uh, There are several thousand PGA Tour sponsors. Those current sponsors, in whatever capacity, uh, I read they spent over $40 billion con- combined in Saudi Arabia last yeah. year alone. Yeah. So there are ties to the PGA. Yep. Um, I work for a major uh, engineering plant that creates energy. Um, they have a huge facility in Saudi Arabia and one here in Greenville as well. Um, so, you know, their business is, is far extended beyond what you see with the live tour. And I think they get a bad rap uh, because of being so heavily exposed with the Saudi Arabians. Um, but, you know, money's money, right? And it, you earn it the right way. You can't really judge where it came from to get to you. And, and I can judge what you do once it comes to you. But it's a very good point, Kevin. That's right. I appreciate the phone call. It's a very, very good point. Uh, look, it's an international business world, and a lot of time, a lot of people doing a lot of business with a lot of people they might not should have. Now, the Saudis, that's a direct deal with the live tour, rather than indirectly where we got to find out about it. But, but the texture and Kevin make good points. What's not blood money now? I just know one thing. For my family, I've got a different point of view of thinking about it. And watching Poulter go through that, he didn't want to have to do that. He wants to be the Ryder Cup captain. But he did what's best for his family. He put his family ahead of the Ryder Cup. And as a result, take some a beating for it. And, 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 and I don't blame folks for that beating him up for that as well. Hey, we've got a lot to do. Tony Morrell joins us beginning hour number three when you come back right after this.